0: For the Bible, Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. It tells me they hung him high, stretched him wide. He dropped his head and then he died. They hung him high. Fresh and white, he dropped his head for me and you. He died, but that's not how the story ends. Three days later, he rose again. That's not how the story ends. Three days later, he rose again. I tell you, he rose. He wrote, he wrote. I know for the Bible, Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible, Bible tells me so. They hung him high, stretched him wide, stretched him wide. He dropped his head, dropped
1: his head,
0: and then he died. They hung stretched him wide, he taught his head, and then he rose, 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 aren't you glad about it, he rose, Jesus rose, 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 Oh, this I know for the Bible, Bible tells me so.
2: Amen, amen, amen. If you're happy that the Lord rose on this Easter Sunday morning, come on and clap your hands, come on and honk your horns, come on and tell them, Thank you, Lord. Glory,
3: hallelujah he rose, to your name. He rose. He rose. He rose. I'm so glad he rose. That's up. Hallelujah. He rose, Glory, hallelujah. He rose, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad he, he rose. rose.
2: Thank you, Lord. As the musicians continue to play softly, just want to thank the Lord Jesus for blessing us to see another day. And we're certainly grateful to be back on his campus on this Easter Sunday morning. God is good all the time, and all the time God is absolutely good. For those who are watching through Facebook Live and those listening on the phone, we're so glad you're with us on this morning here at the runoff salem missionary baptist church located just outside of a wonderful town called garrysburg and we're located in beautiful Northampton county north carolina we have a motto around here and our motto is the end of your search for a friendly church and we do our very best we do our very best to live up to that We have a mission statement at Roanoke-Salem, something that guides what we do. Our mission statement is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. If you know it, please repeat it with us. Go ye therefore, and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's just thank the Lord again for being here on another Easter Sunday morning. Thank you, Lord. Glory, hallelujah to your name. We thank God always. Have to do it. Have to thank God for Derek and April and Jasmine and Steve who get here early to help get everything set up for our parking lot services and We're so grateful to uh, the Lord blessing us with uh, Marvin and Elijah and Ricky, uh, our musicians. We're just blessed with the talent and the dedication of these folks. And right now, we're going to ask the musicians to give us an opening selection, and we will continue on with service. Amen. tomorrow. Amen. Anybody a witness that because the Lord lives, you're not worried about tomorrow because you know who holds tomorrow and you know the one that holds tomorrow has you too. Amen. To God be all the glory. Again, let me just quickly welcome those who are watching us by way of Facebook live. We thank you for those uh, who are listening in on our conference line. We thank you and certainly for members who are here with us and those who are visiting. You're all church family to us. We love you and we thank you for making time to have worship service with us on this uh, Easter Sunday morning in the year 2021. I don't really have so much by way of announcements on this morning but again I would just ask us to continue to pray, continue to ask the Lord to uh, take COVID out of this world. It's his world. He can do what he wants to when he wants to But we can ask him and we can petition him with confidence and then we can thank him for allowing man to create vaccinations that are spreading throughout uh, the nation and and getting as many people vaccinated as possible. I'm not going to get into any political thing about that. Everybody has a choice, but uh, I've had my vaccinations and I know a lot of you all here have had yours. And to me, it just seems like it's one of those deals where it's better to have it and not need it than the other way around. But anyway, you do as... (coughs) You feel led to do, but pray about it. If you decide you don't want to take the vacci- vaccine, the vaccination, that's fine. But you you pray about it for us before you come to that final conclusion. Ah, um, uh, yes, the vegetable box. Yes, uh, this Saturday. No, it's not. Is it Saturday? This week we'll do a robocall, but we're going to have a vegetable box available for. Um, Wednesday. Sometimes when people come through that door and they start speaking, I got to make sure it ain't God talking to me. You turn around, you hear a voice, you want to see where it is. But yeah, it's uh, it's Wednesday. We're going to have vegetable boxes. Um, <coughs> some of you all know that we are part of, Sa- Roanoke-Salem is part of several different uh, collaborations with different churches in the Roanoke Valley. And uh, by way of Reverend Don Daly-Mac and the Cool Spring Baptist Church, part of that group that we're a part of. There are going to be some vegetable boxes that we will have available on Wednesday. So what we'll do is we'll do a robocall probably uh, if either Miss Lola or Brother Jesse can, maybe Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night, to remind you we're going to have 50. That's the number we asked for. So it will truly be a first-come, 1st first serve. Um, but if you know that you want one and you know you may not be able to get here, uh, then call on tomorrow and let Miss Jean know. And may, I can't promise this, but, you know, maybe we can set two or three aside. But those who want to, and these boxes strictly have vegetables. They don't have meat of any kind, them, they don't have fruit of any kind. These are strictly vegetable boxes, and so we'll have them on Wednesday, and we'll do a robocall to remind you of that on Tuesday. Again, continue to pray for... Uh, all of our family members and friends in the Roanoke Valley who um, have recently experienced death of a loved one, for whatever the reason may be, continue to ask the Lord to heal their hearts and to, um, and to bring them back to a place of joy. We know God can and we know God will because it's his will that we have enjoyment in this life. Along with serving him faithfully, God does want us to enjoy this life, and so we're going to believe him for that as well. With that said, let us now prepare for uh, the morning prayer. All hearts and minds, please join me in praying. Father, on this Easter Sunday morning, I recognize that you completed your divine mission when you got up from the grave early, early, early on a Sunday morning just like this, and Lord, you said that you got up and as part of your reward for your obedience, you have all power. Your father gave you all power. Put it in your hands. You said uh, in heaven, on earth, and even under the earth, you have power. So, Lord, because we love you, we have given our lives to you, we, we want to serve you faithfully. We have connection, direct, a direct line, every individual, we have a direct line to that power uh, that resurrection power. Lord, resurrection means to bring something back to life. You you were brought back to life on that Easter Sunday morning so many years ago, and Lord, as I think about the world we live in today, and just I think about people, people I know personally, and just stories I hear about in the news and from others, there, there's so much that, uh, so much death, not just physical death, Lord, but there's been death of other kinds in people's lives, and so on this Easter Sunday morning, I'm I'm asking you to bring some things back to life. Lord God, I ask you to to bring faith back to life in the minds and in the hearts, the spiritual hearts. of Some people, Lord, who, first of all, those who have never had faith in you. And then, Lord, those who had faith, but for whatever the reason, the circumstances of their most recent years, they've wavered, or maybe some have even just given up on faith, but on this Easter Sunday morning, bring faith back to life. Lord God, bring hope back to life. Lord God, some folks have had uh, aspirations and dreams and uh, desires for all kinds of things. Some wanted, uh, certainly Lord, to complete their education. Some wanted to have a good job. Some wanted to, to have a spouse one day. Some wanted to have children. Some wanted, Lord, to to have their financial life uh, and future secure. Some, Lord, have wanted all kinds of things and positive things and good things. But Lord, for one reason or another over the course of their lives, things just haven't worked out as they hoped for. But Lord, on Easter Sunday morning, 2021, bring hope back to life. Because Lord, we know that if we have hope in you, we have a... An expected result. We, We have a reason to expect that what we're hoping for will come to pass. Lord God, we know that you said in your word that you have plans for those who are your people, who call on your name, and that you have a plan to give us hope and a good future. So, Lord, bring hope back to life for someone who's lost hope for whatever the reason may be in whatever area of their life lord jesus bring peace back to life on this sunday morning some people not are just only uh are physically tired but they are they are emotionally tired because there's tension and there's confusion Uh, Lord, there's uneasiness, there's anxiety, uh, there's fear in their lives. They just look around at the world we live in, and, and they are fearful of the future. But bring them peace, Lord. Bring it back to life. Lord, you said your peace goes beyond what man has the ability to understand. You said your peace, man can't give it to us. You said your peace is the kind of peace that lets us lay down at night and go to sleep and not have any worry, worries about uh, laying down or waking up the next morning because we know we're trusting in you and you can do anything but fail. Lord God, I ask you to bring joy back to life on this Easter Sunday morning. Some people are depressed even to the point that they might harm their own selves or they would harm somebody else, Lord, because they're so depressed. Some things have happened maybe recently, maybe years ago, maybe from their childhood. And from that point to this day, these are people who have been uh, downtrodden in their spirits. They have been uh, depressed. They, they, they have, Lord, just they've just been despondent and just can't seem to feel, figure out uh, or feel that there's any way that things can be better. But, Lord, I ask you to restore their joy. Joy, Lord that's not shaken by the circumstances around us, but the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Lord, bring justice back to life. We need justice in our land. We need justice in this world, Lord. Man has one way of providing justice, and sometimes it's good, but it's not consistent. It's sometimes, Lord. It depends on who the person is that's accused and Who's the person that's making the decision? Justice by man's w- in man's way can be bought off, Lord. But you bring justice because you are a just God. And you will always do what's right. And you will always do what's good. And then finally, Lord, bring protection. We need to be protected, Lord. Sometimes we need to be protected from ourselves our own wrong and bad thoughts and decisions lord that please my case i pray for others who may have similar issues in their lives but protect us from those dangers both seen and unseen lord bring it back to life that we can go out and move about with confidence we're not going to be foolish but we're also not going to be afraid we're not going to be fearful because we know we have the protection of the most high god on our side. We thank you now for this opportunity to pray on this Easter Sunday morning. We give you all honor and glory that is rightfully yours in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll have a sermonic selection now and then oh, I I, I keep forgetting about the offering. I hope everybody's in a good giving mood on this Easter Sunday morning. Amen. Amen. We're not going to give to the Easter Bunny. We're going to give to the Most High God. Amen? Amen. All right, now. So, the, uh looks like Lisa and Brother Wayne are walking around with the offering baskets. Now, please give generously. Thank you for what you have done in your giving in the past. And continue to give generously. Those who are uh, not here on this morning and you want to give, we have three ways that you can give to Roanoke Salem help us continue our church mission. You can certainly, first of all, mail in your offerings to us at P.O. Drawer Z, Garysburg, North Carolina, 27831. P.O. Drawer Z, Garrysburg, one word, N.C., 27831. You can bring your offerings, your tithes and offerings, here to the church Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., Uh, Miss Jean will be more than happy to receive those tithes and offerings or whoever may be here with her or working for her if it happens to be a day that she's off. And then finally, you can certainly give online, and we thank you for all those who have been doing that as well. If you go to our Roanoke-Salem homepage or our website, which is rsmbc.com, rsmbc.com, When you look on that first page, the home page, you'll see across the top a tab that says Giving. And if you click on or select that Giving tab, then another page will open up, another screen will open up, and then you will be be directed as how you can give online, safely and securely online. So we thank you. Whatever way you choose to give, please just keep on giving in obedience to the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen.
0: I'm so glad Trouble don't last always I'm so glad Trouble don't last always. Fellas, will you hear me say that? I'm so glad Trouble, Trouble don't last always.
2: thank you for your faithful and your liberal giving. We'll have the sermonic selection and then we will continue on with service for this morning.
0: verse one. God is the strength of my life and my salvation.
3: Tell God thank you right now. Let me tell you why I know He's worthy. Praise him like he done something for you. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him like he done something for you. Hallelujah. If he does something for you this morning, you ought to give him praise. Yes. Glory if hallelu- he hallelu- does hallelu- something for you this morning, you ought to give him praise. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you promised you, Lord. your next breath. Thank you, Lord. So with your last breath, maybe that's your last breath. Yes. With your last breath, tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Tell
2: hallelujah to your name you're always worthy lord i come to you now just simply asking that you give me your preaching power anoint me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet let me preach with clarity and conviction i pray lord now that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight O oh, lord my strength and my redeemer is in your name jesus i pray amen amen On this Easter Sunday morning, church family, will you please quickly go with me to the book of Colossians in the New Testament, the book of Colossians, New Testament, chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. As I normally do, I'm sharing this from the New International Version of the Bible, Colossians chapter 2, verses 15 through 13. This is what is written there by the Apostle Paul. He says, When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. What did he do? He forgave our sins, and having counseled the written code, which was the law, with its regulations, that was against us and that stood opposed to us. What else did he do? God took it away, nailing it to the cross. Verse 15. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of the powers and the authorities, triumphing over them by the cross. I want to talk about the cross of death and deliverance. The cross of death and deliverance. I I do thank the Lord Jesus for this Easter Sunday morning in this year, 2021. Uh, For most of us as Christians, it should probably be for all of us, the focus of this day is usually the resurrection of our divine Lord and Savior. Wherever Christians may be gathering today, they're about to hear a message about how Jesus got up from the grave and, and what happened after he got up. We know that Jesus showed himself to many, many, many folks before he ascended back to heaven. But but on this Easter Sunday morning, I want to talk about the day Jesus died. Because if there were no Good Friday, there could be no Easter Sunday. Preachers like me couldn't say he got up if Jesus had not died on that old rugged cross. I I respectfully remind us uh, that... Jesus came into this world to die for the sins of all humanity. St. John 3.16, everybody knows this pretty much. For God's what? He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal and some virgins say everlasting life. But but here's another one. Romans chapter 5, verse number 8. But God demonstrates his own love. God the Father demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Where did Jesus die for us? It was on a cross. May I suggest that as Christians, we have a conflicted and confusing perspective about the cross. Let me say that again. I think as Christians, we have a conflicted and confusing perspective perspective about the cross because the cross is the instrument that God the Father used to accomplish both the death of Jesus and the deliverance of mankind. Amen. He did both things with that cross. Many great scholars have written about the significance of the cross, but let's consider what the Bible says about the cross. I suggest to you that there are at least two biblical descriptions of the cross. There could be more, but I want to just focus in on two. In one description, the cross is the weapon used to put the most offensive criminals to death by crucifixion. The cross is the weapon used to put the most offensive criminals to death by crucifixion. Amen. Now, Dying on a cross was considered shameful and scandalous back in the day. L- listen to these scriptures. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, for the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Listen, scorning the shame. In other words, he endured the cross, but he, he didn't even consider the shame of it and sat down at the right hand of the throne. What does Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 say? It says this, And being found in the appearance as a man, he, Jesus, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even on a cross. Not just that he died, He died on a cross, which was, again, shameful and scandalous. And and when you died on a cross, your family had to bear the burden of that shame for the rest of their natural lives. Because if you died on a cross, that meant you were the most wicked of the wicked. You were the most evil of the evil. You You were the lowest of the low when they put you to death by crucifixion on a cross. Luke chapter 23, verse 33 says, When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him, Jesus, there, along with who? Along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus was crucified with criminals on the cross. The word cross is also used in the Bible to describe self-sacrifice. Jesus sacrificed his natural human body on the cross for our sins. But he also said that if we are his disciples, listen now, Jesus said if we are his disciples, we have a supernatural cross that we must also bear. In other words, as Christians, we must be willing to put to death our natural sinful human desires and do our best to live holy. With the help of God the Holy Spirit. I know that's right because in Matthew chapter 10, verse 38, Jesus says, And whoever does not take his or her cross and follow me is not worthy of me. I mean, it is what it is. That's what Jesus said. It's tough and it's tight, but that's what he said. In Luke chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus again said, Whoever does not bear his own cross, and come after me, cannot be my disciple. Amen. So a cross is a literal instrument of death, but there is also a supernatural cross for the believers in Jesus Christ that we have to bear daily in our lives. Today I will remind all of us that while Jesus died on a real wooden cross, his followers have have to put our selfish desires to death by way of an unseen spiritual cross. That's why a man named Thomas Shepard wrote the hymn, and the word says, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone, and there's a cross for me. Amen. The good news is God, the Holy Spirit, will help you and help me bear our daily cross if We will let him. I've said it before, church family, and I'll just remind us, God the Holy Spirit comes to dwell with us supernaturally when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And he's our comforter. He's our teacher. He's the one who gives us spiritual gifts that we can use to be a blessing to others. He will change us from the inside out by the impartation of the holy fruit of the Spirit. Those characteristics that make us more like Jesus Christ. But the Holy Spirit does not take control of us. We have to allow him to have his way. So we can choose still to even override and ignore the leading of God, the Holy Spirit. But it's my prayer that on this Easter Sunday morning and from every day forward, all of us who are saved and sanctified will let the Holy Spirit lead us and we will be obedient to him whatever he tells us to do. As I close, I pray that as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus on this Easter Sunday morning, we won't forget to also thank him for dying on that cross. Jesus completed his divine mission on Sunday, but he saved our eternal souls on that Friday. Amen. He completed his mission when he got up on Sunday morning but he but he saved our souls with what he did on that cross on that Friday. I know that's right because Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. How did he do it, y'all? By becoming a curse for us. Jesus Christ did not just die for our sins. The Bible made it clear he became sin. For us, and he did it on that cross. Let me go back to Galatians 3 and 13, because it says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged from a tree. The tree that Jesus hung from was made into a cross, and on that cross, Jesus' death secured our deliverance. Let me give you just a few examples of why we should always remember to celebrate Good Friday even when it's on Easter Sunday morning. Because, see, on that cross, Jesus died for racism, but he delivered the racist. Jesus died for lying, and you know God says he hates lying, but Jesus delivered the liar. Jesus died for sexual immorality, but he delivered those who are sexually immoral. Jesus died for hatred, but he delivered the hater. Jesus died for false pride, but he delivered the arrogant. He died for alcohol and drug abuse, but he delivered the alcoholic and the addict. Jesus died for cheating and stealing, but he delivered the thief. He died for violence and murder, but he delivered the violent and the murderer. Jesus died for injustice, but he delivered the unjust. Jesus died for spiritual wickedness, but he delivered the wicked. Jesus died for the sins of all humanity, but he delivered a wretch like you and sure enough like me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost but now I'm fine. Thank Jesus I was blind, but now you made me see. I pray you enjoy this Easter Sunday with family and friends and community neighbors, but, but please make time sometime today in your own private quiet moment. Please make time to thank God for Good Friday. You got to thank him for Good Friday too because Jesus saved our souls on the cross of death and deliverance. To God be all the glory. We know how he did it. The Bible tells us that they came and got Jesus out of the Garden of Gethsemane and they took him to Pilate's Judgment Hall. And after they took him to Pilate's Judgment Hall, they took him to Herod's Judgment Hall and in both places he was was beaten and he was talked about and they they put a crown of thorns on his head and his blood started dripping across his brow. They slapped him in his face. They spat in his face. They called him everything but a child of God, but the Bible says he didn't resist. He could have, but he did not, because he wanted to deliver you and me. They took Jesus outside and they scourged him. They took a a, a, a cat, they called a cat nine, a cat leather type of whip. It's leather that had rocks in it, sharp rocks and metal in it, and they. They beat him so badly that the the blood came flying out because Jesus' skin literally, literally was falling off of his back. So much so you could see his ribs from the backside. Jesus could have stopped it at any time, but, but he did it because he wanted to deliver you and me. They made Jesus take a cross that was probably between 250 and 300 pounds. They put it on his shoulder, and, 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 and he started uh, carrying that cross part of the way, but he didn't have to carry it all the way because as he was moving along, there was a man called Simon uh, of Cyrene, and they compelled Simon. They forced him to carry part, that cross part of the way up the hill for Jesus. And, and just as Simon of Cyrene helped Jesus carry that cross god the holy spirit will help us bear our daily cross if we let him but jesus didn't have to go to that cross he did it because he was ready to and wanted to deliver you and me jesus let wicked and evil men put nails in his hands and some say his wrist and put nails in his feet but those nails did not keep jesus on that cross the bible's clear he could have come down anytime he wanted to He had legions of angels just waiting for him to say the word, but he was willing to die so he could deliver you and me. Jesus stayed there and he hung there. He let them pierce him in his side and out came his blood and out came the water. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Jesus stayed on that cross and when All that he needed to accomplish supernaturally had been accomplished. They did not kill Jesus. He gave up his life because the Bible says Jesus lifted up his head and looked into the heavens and said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And then he gave up the ghost. That's where he delivered us. That's where he delivered us. They brought him down. Put them in a borrowed tomb, stayed there the rest of Friday, all day Saturday, and early on that Sunday morning, just like this one, over 2,000 years ago, early on that Sunday morning, early on that Sunday morning, Jesus got up. All power. He said, I've got all power. I've got it in heaven, I've got it on earth, I've even got it under the earth. I've got all power entrusted into my hands. And because he has all power, when we trust him with our lives, we are directly connected. Every one of us. It's good to have me pray with you or pray for you sometimes or some other brother and sister. But you look, when something's going jacked up in your life, you ain't got to wait to get to the pastor or preacher or see whoever your favorite television evangelist. You ain't got to wait to hear him or her on the radio. You can stop right where you are and call on the name of Jesus. And I promise you, he's going to come to your rescue. Amen. That's part of our deliverance, the fact that we have direct opportunity a direct connection to him at all times and in all situations. I thank the Lord for our Lord and Savior Jesus on this morning. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord God, now that... Another Easter Sunday morning has come, and we're going to enjoy this day. We're going to enjoy this day, Lord. We're going to take advantage of your beautiful weather. Some of us are going to get together with family and friends. Some of us may just spend time alone. Some of us may travel. Whatever it is that we do, Lord, hopefully some of us have a good meal with somebody we enjoy today, watch a movie, relax in our homes, whatever we like to do, go outside and garden, whatever it is. But, Lord, we're going to do this because we know you want us to enjoy this life that you died for us to have. And you delivered us from the cares of this world in the sense that we are in the world, but we're not of the world. And we don't have to have the fear of the world. And the world can't destroy us because we have our confidence in you. And for those who heard the word on this morning, you're not saved. If for some reason or another now, the power of the Holy Spirit is is pulling on you and pushing you to give your life to Jesus, if you know that's you this morning, wherever you are when you hear this message, Please repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you rose from the dead. I ask you now to be my personal Lord and Savior. Jesus, in your name I pray, amen. If you pray that prayer, you're saved. Your your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Heaven will be your home when you take your last breath on this side of eternity. But between now and then, we got some work to do. We got some work to do. We got to live holy as best we can with the help of the Holy Spirit. And if we let the Holy Spirit help us, we won't be perfect, but we can be perfected. And the Lord will honor that. But not only that, we got to tell somebody else about Jesus Christ, and we don't have to, we, yes, we do evangelize in that sense, but you don't have to walk around with a, the biggest Bible you can carry in your hands and a 10-inch cross around your neck and every other word is thank you, Lord, ha- hall- hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, no. All you have to do is live the life in front of somebody because somebody's watching you all the time. And when they see the power of the Lord moving in your life when you have conflicts, and yet you can still have peace and joy and eventually victory. They're gonna come to you because they wanna know what do you have that I don't have? And you can tell them about your relationship with Jesus. So we got work to do, church family. But the Lord's here with us right now, and he's gonna help us accomplish whatever mission he set for your life, whatever your divine mission is, the Lord's gonna help you accomplish it if you will just let him have his way. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise on this afternoon. Amen. 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 I'm going to give the benediction and then the uh, choir, uh, excuse me, oh, Lord, I want the choir to come back. We're in the musicians. Musicians, y'all play us out whatever you want to. Let me give you the benediction. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest room about us henceforth and forevermore. Amen.
0: Let the church say it the
1: Bye. by H.